Hello and welcome to episode two of What's Good with Kente. I am your host, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. And unfortunately, you're going to hear an echo. Uh, wait a minute. Wait for it. Hello and welcome to episode two. of. Sorry about that. Uh, there was no way I could get around it. But anyway, uh, I am here with you and I'm joined by my mentor, one of my favorite podcasters that ever exists. This dude, and he ain't even from America. America. Okay. America. He's, he's from Can Canada, right? <laughs> and I just, man, I respect this brother so much. Uh, I've learned a lot from him. I am, you know, man, he's like the Michael Jordan for me. What's up, Damien? Another chat. Uh, like he, to me, Dr. Vibe is the podcaster, streamer, that other streamers put the picture of on top on a wall. You know how like back in the day they used to have the Jordan posters up. Dot, we got Doctor Vibe posters up with him with his mic. Okay, I you know I can't say enough good things about this brother. I mean, people, some people like me, some people don't. Everybody loves Doctor Vibe. That's just a. Oh, I don't know if that's. <laughs> everybody loves Doctor Vibe and rightfully show so. Okay. So welcome to the show, Dr. Vibe. How you doing, sir? I am blessed, highly favored, a magnet for miracles and a solution for someone's problem and uh, honored and humbled to sharing the platform with you as always. I al- we always have epic conversations when we're uh, together. And I just want to shout out, you know, the people who are already Ryan, Dr. Tachi, Maya, Angela Marie, who I met for the first time a few moments ago. And Lauren, so thanks so much for taking time out of your positive, productive schedules to hang out with us. Yeah, thank you so much because we are in on Periscope, we are on uh, Facebook, but and but we're on Get Vocal. So if you're listening to us on uh, any of those platforms, if you can get over to Get Vocal, so we can all be in one place. But if it, if it is easier for you to listen to this show on uh, whatever platform you're listening to it, it's okay too, as long as you're listening, right? So we have a lot to talk about. Um, there's a little crazy stuff going on in the world. Some of y'all may <laughs> not be aware of. We're going to get to that. All right. But before I do that, I feel like I really want to do some origin story stuff with you, Dr. Vibe, because I don't think I've really had that opportunity uh, yet to really d- to do that. Um so first of all, how did you first get involved in um, having these epic conversations with people? Well, it's, it's interesting, and, and thank you for the question. Many years ago, uh, when I had hair, as I like to tell people, I uh, I, I had a, I had a, I had a, or I had a background in college radio, and I loved my time in college radio. But after I got out of university, I said I missed it, and I said some way somehow. I'm going to do something online and digital was just getting started then. And in Toronto where I live, there used to be a bookstore called the Burke's bookstore wonderful couple Burke's book, Burke, Mr. and Mrs. Burke. They right now have Toronto's only black run Toastmasters group. And I was going into, went to the store one day and he actually, ironically, this is not planned. I went to the store one day, and after graduating from university, I said, good, I don't have to read anything I don't really care about. I don't have to write any more essays and all that. And I saw a book on 
one of their shelves, and this was the book. Oh wow! Black man obsolete, single, and dangerous. Wow. Okay. So this book was written back in, and I, and nothing just happens. I'm u- using this book for some reference material for an upcoming up, up, upcoming programming I'm doing. This book was written in 1990. Wow. Wow. Saw this book, pulled it off the shelf, read a chapter, bought it, and read the whole book that same night. Wow. And that inspired me to say, you know what? I'd like to create a platform. And this is back then where black Canadian men could express themselves. Because most of the time, and it's still a lot of time today with black men, you just see them either talking about entertainment, which includes sports, or unfortunately, police involvement, criminal stuff. And I said, you know what? I want to provide a space where they can just chat and speak their minds and speak their hearts. So the first podcast I did was at my dining room table because uh, most great dreams start with a laptop and a dream. Mm-hmm. And my co-hosts at the time, we did our first podcast about Michael Vick and the dogs. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So if you go to my website, it's still up. That was the first conversation. So you can hear really rough and raw Dr. Vibe. And basically I had my um, blue snowball mic. For those who know what a blue snowball mic is, they're still around. And plugged it in into my computer and we just began conversation. So we did that for a while. And then I said, you know what? need to take a break because I didn't know if I was feeling it or not. And I believe that most great dreams start with a birth, death, and resurrection. So after a few months, we got doing it again. And I said, okay, people are going to get sick and tired to listen to both of us. What do we do next? So then I used to go over to a friend's house, you know, hang out, eat dinner, and I would just plop the microphone down, push record, and we just have conversations about topics. Then it got to the point I said, well, let's start having people on the conversation that I didn't know. And there was a gentleman uh, back of Canada, Canada's first and only uh, music video channel. Well, not only Canada's first national video ch- music video channel was called uh, Much Music. And there was a black gentleman on there who was the first black gentleman to have his own national VJ music show on there. His name is Michael Williams. And I called him and I said, hey, Michael, I'd like to interview you. He lives in a city, Hamilton, which is about 45, 50 minute drive from where I live. And I said to myself, what happens 25 minutes and he calls me and says, I got to reschedule. I said, you know what? I'm not, I got to find another way of just doing this from my yard. And then I reached out and I hope I'm not boring people here, but I, no, I no, reached no. out and I, and I'm lazy. I have my lazy moments. I went online and looked up podcasting shows. And the first show, the first listing I saw was something called the podcaster studio. And that's still going on today, run by... And I think, Kinte, you may have heard of that show. Yes. And it's run by a Ray Ortega. And if anyone wants a good show about podcasting, basics, and tips, I would highly recommend that show. So Ray, I reached out to Ray, who lived in Washington at the time, and I sent him an email, said, you know, could you please help me? Because back then I was hosting my podcast on a free platform called My Podcast. So I don't know if anyone knows about that platform. It doesn't exist anymore, but it was a free platform. And I, it was great, but they didn't give any stats. So within 24 hours communicating back and forth with Ray Ortega, 
he changed the Dr. Vibe show, the whole course of it, with his help. And I always want to give him props when I'm mentioning my story. And then I said to him, Ray, I'd like to have more than one person on via phone because I was doing everything via Zoom. I'd like to get more than one person on. He said, well, there's a gentleman in uh, North Carolina. His name is Mike Phillips. All right, Mike Phillips, older white gentleman who had, now it's probably third. At that time, he had 25 years in audio engineering experience. Oh, wow. So between So Ray introduced me to Mike Phillips. And between about seven hours worth of phone calls, the setup came where I bought a mixer because he said, Dr. Vibe, if you want to do that, you need to get a mixer. And I said, Mike, the only mixers I know is when I go to the club. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so then, so, and of course, I realized if I'm looking to advance and there's someone who has more knowledge than me, I shut up and listen and take their advice most of the time. So Ray helped me configure my mixer, which I had for years and years. And those are the foundational days of the Dr. Vibe show, the home of Epic Conversations, and I'm the host of Epic Conversations. So, and actually, I have one of my old business cards here too. My goodness. Hey, you, you got me all equipped tonight. I didn't even know it. But <laughs> yeah, those, those are the early days of the Dr. Vibe show. You know, um, one thing I love about the way that you do your, your work is that even though if it's a tough subject or if it's, you know, whatever the vibe is in the conversation, you always come with this positivity, which is so refreshing, you know, because sometimes, man, you know, life can be crazy and we go through so much in this world. And one thing that I love about the way that you conduct your interviews is you're always positive. You always um, you do a great job as far as really letting your um, guests express themselves. You're a very uh, good listener. And um, I just want to talk. I want you to talk about like, was this something that you consciously um, developed as your style? Did, is it natural? Like uh, how did that, how was that born? It's a great question. Well, my style and, and, and there's a few things. I tell people right up, I don't do interviews, I do conversation. So right then, especially if someone has not been on the platform before, they get more relaxed when they feel it's a conversation, not an interview. And I'll be totally transparent. I've done over 2000 of these. I'd say there isn't more than 5% I really, really, really prefer prep for. And very few people send me questions ahead of time. But I'm flexible with that. But I really want to have a conversation rather than an interview. In regards to the listening piece, that's one of the reasons why I like doing stuff online. Because I give the person or persons, I like to call them friends. Because when they come on, I want to treat them like a friend. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure they get everything out. Especially the first time. I tell them ahead of time that when they come on for the first time, I want them to be tired after they finish because they get everything out they get everything out in regards to the listening piece that was basically developed by doing podcasting now i know people call this podcasting but podcasting in its truest sense is audio only audio only right that so when i was doing all these audio podcasts i had to listen to these people and relate with them 
by not seeing them. When I made my transition over to doing live streaming, then it was very easy for me because I had so much time and practice relating to people when I couldn't see them. So this was just, it wasn't as hard as a, a hard transition. It was, you know, getting used to the camera. I, yeah, I was very hesitant to do it right at the beginning. But what I did was the first time I did a live stream was on Google Hangouts. And what I did was strategically bring on the person who had the most downloaded podcast at that time on my first Google Hangout. Reason why is he had, he had at that time a combined social media presence of over 10,000 people. Mm -hmm. So, so it, it got, to, so I knew that if I brought him <coughs> on that I would have at least some audience the first time out. Right. The listening piece that is comes over podcasting, you know, that this being able, being able to listen to someone and to be able to relate with them. Cause I don't like using the word connect, relate with them and carry on a conversation by just listening to them. And you get, you always get to that point as what you and I do and Dr. Tachi and Ryan, we always like that moment when you have someone on and say, either one of, well, one or two, well, there's a number of magical moments, but two of them is when the person says, no one's ever asked me that before. Or they say, that's a great question. When you hit that, when you hit moments like that, then you know you're, you're doing great. And also watching a lot of other people. When I was younger, I was having a conversation with this about this the other day, and someone was asking me this. One of my influences was a gentleman, and Dr. Tachi may know him, named James Lipton who did a series called Inside the Actors Studio. Who if just died. Wants, yeah, if anyone wants to know, get some help on doing interviews or doing conversations, yeah, he just passed away. He he was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I would watch him and just the way and the and I, of course he probably had a research team, but the way he handled the conversations with actors and the, he always would have a moment where they would say, no one's ever asked me about that. Or how did you find out about that? And it always in a good way. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to get to as much as possible when I have a conversation, get that magical moment happening. Another gentleman, I, I didn't watch a lot of him, but Larry King, when he was on CNN, and I remember a number of years ago, someone asked him, you know, what do you attribute your success interviewing people? And he said, the word, why? I said, bang. So those those were some of the, and there's other people like, I, and, I, and even though he's gone a little bit of a different path, I'll have to put out there, I always, always want, especially when he started out at PBS, Tavis Smiley. I loved what he did. I loved his interview style. And you know, the couch and relax. I always thought digitally, that's the environment that I wanted to create when I had people come on my on the platform. You know what's so interesting about that? Maybe this is why we get along so well. I always say my two biggest influences, James Lipton and Tavis Smiley, uh, when go. it comes to interviewing, they are by far the best to me. Uh, oh, Tavis yeah. Smiley um, is awesome at at interviewing. He's just a, a, he's really good, and he doesn't have to go to some of the tricks that other nope. people have to go to. He's just no. uh, just a just a terrific interviewer, and the same thing with James Lipton. 
Well, if anyone gets in it, hopefully it's still on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Check out many years ago, he did an interview with Harrison Ford. And Harrison Ford is not a person who likes to do interviews. And like 10 minutes in, Harrison Ford goes, you know what? I'm really enjoying this. I'm really enjoying my time with you here. And I said, when you can get a person who doesn't like to do those sort of things and get their compliment, bam. Dude, I, I am not just saying this. I always cite that interview because he makes a point in that interview to say him. And remember, he's with the girl, the woman who played Ali McBeal. It's the Flockhart. Yep. And he talked yep. about how every night they watch their interviews to get, I mean, watch his show. And he said, anytime you need me, I'm there for you to be on the show. Yep. So that is so interesting that we have the same influences and, and we cite the same episode. Like yep. I, like <laughs> I cite that episode as like a sign yeah. of, you know, that is so bananas. <laughs> you know, that's great. That's a, I always pick out, I go, those are the sort of moments that I want to create. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you know, he hates me in interviews. Yeah. Those, those, those aha moments where that person says they weren't comfortable and they say, man, that was great. Or after the end, when someone's on for the first time, they go, are we finished already? That was so good. I had a, such a good time. So, you know, you, you know, what's funny when you do like uh, celebrity interviews, sometimes they always give themselves out. Right. So they'll be like, Oh, I got to catch a flight in an hour, like their publicist or whatever, or they'll say it. And then you get to an hour and then they're just steadily talking. Right. So you just let them talk. And then you realize it was really, you know, in case it wasn't going well, they could just get on out of there, but then they having such a good time that they just keep on, you know, rolling with it. So yeah, it's pretty cool when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. You well, feel you like you've really I done it. I want to give a big, huge shout out to another person that's been very helpful for me, Leland Best. Huge shout out, much respect. And uh, he, he was very helpful for me incorporating a uh, software lot. Why am I forgetting? Wirecast. Mm -hmm. Right on, on onto my platform so much because I was having a struggle with Wirecast, and uh, so if anyone wants help in regards to the area of live streaming, pointed out Leland Best. I'm going to shout at anyone and also another great people with helping with live streaming behind the scenes technical stuff. Ryan, my fellow Kanak, he's great. And if anyone wants good thought process in regards to media and scoping, Hachi's in the house. Right. So. And, I, and and shout out to Leland, because I swear back in the blab days and even in the early vocal days, I must have blew his uh, line up all the time, <laughs> man. And, and you know, one thing I got to give him credit, man, he never acted like he was upset or anything. He was always real cool. And, you know, because there was a certain point where I'm like, man, am I going a little too far? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was a little, I was like, he's going to start hating me, man. Because every time I hit, I reach out to him, it's always with an issue or something. So, uh, you know, uh, you don't want to be like that, but sometimes it'd be like that. You know what I mean? So, um, but, um, yeah, I, yeah, the Leland is awesome. And although the people that we've just highlighted here, the individuals, they're great servers. Mm. They're great servers. Aw. From just from my perspective, if you if you want to be successful, and that's a whole other conversation, what successful is, those three people, they really exemplify in my books success because they're they give great service, they're selfless, and they sacrifice. Amen. So I would say in the word success, the three S's, 
the, the service, sacrifice, and selflessness, in my opinion, each one of those individuals that we've just highlighted, they reflect that. Oh, for sure, man. Like, one thing, like me, I like to see people do well. Like, like I get a lot out of it, other people's success. And I like to see people start out unsure of themselves and then they start getting it and then they start doing well. So, it, I mean, it brings joy to me, you know, and, and I like other people who who feel like that. One, one other thing I will add to about each one of them, they do the work, <laughs> right? Yes. They do, they do the work. Oh, right? that's for sure. They, they do the work. So hail up to each one of you. And, and as always, thank you so much for all you have done, all you're doing right now and all you will be doing. And I can say for myself, and I think I can speak with Kinte, if there's anything we can do to serve you, we are available. That's for sure, man. That's for sure. Oh, wow. Leland's going to hop oh, in, too. Look at that. Look at that. Look at the lid on him. I, uh, I got to hide all the junk. <laughs> you got to take that stuff off now and then, man. It's just the way it goes. Uh, man, this is this cool? I wanted to. Oh, oh no, no, no. It's always okay? good. Huh? All right, cool. I just wanted to let you know I wanted to be here at nine to see the whole show, but I've got babies popping out all over the place. My daughter's pregnant, went into labor tonight. Oh, wow. And I've got a, a, a dog, a grandbaby dog, a, a labradoodle that's about to have like 10 pups. She's had two so far while we're sitting. Wow. Here. So it's like. Not only are we on lockdown in Michigan here, we're stuck. We're basically, we just got to the, the last bit of stuff we needed. So we could be here for a couple of weeks at the studio, just putting things out live. That's what we're going to try to do. So it, it's it's really good to connect with you guys again right now, because I think live streaming has got to step up, man. This is where we shine the best. And this is where we have to, because we the world needs us right now. Um, they need to connect. They need the help in finding the connections with other people that they might need to connect with because of this. You know, it's a pandemic. We've been through it before. We'll make it through it again. But everybody should get together. This is community all the way, man. It's, it's, it all comes down to solidarity. Let's just well, make it happen. Leland, thank you, first of all, for stepping in because, as always, you got a lot going on. And uh, I like to do, by the way, even more important. Thanks, and man. I, and I just I, took my. And I've told, and it's actually, I've told many people this may be the best time to be a true human. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's the best. Yeah, don't do it for the money, man. If you're doing it for the money right now, you're doing it all wrong because this isn't about trying to make a fast buck off people who are no. suffering. It's about getting out there and doing the work and helping those people who are suffering to get what they need. That's what it's about. Right. Yeah, this, 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 this is where people, we got to really, and it just blows my mind. All these people, all these come saying, oh, we've got to get online. We've got to get online. And I'm going, where you been? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's been, true. We've know? been here all along. We've been here all along. But and, yeah. and we're getting out there. Well, like Get Vocal and what Kinte is doing and what you're doing out here, Dr. Vibe, is you're connecting people from around the globe to do things of a tremendous nature. I mean, it really comes down to meeting people and networking with people that you might not meet normally. I've got a global you know, atmosphere now that I work with on a regular daily basis. I was on the phone with Sweden today, China today, Italy today, South of Africa today, uh, Nairobi, Kenya today. Um, who else have I been talking to? I can't even, you know, dig deep enough to tell people the connections you can make out here in a matter of yeah. days right now. Absolutely. Especially like, right now. There, there was a gentleman. Carlos. I, I, Car welcome, Carlos. Welcome, Big Bad Brad. I love you guys, man. You guys, you guys, when I see you guys, even if it's just an image, 
it's a good it's a really good good thing so this is it's really we're not nice. vocal jack in here are we we're not no, gonna no, vocal no, jack good. here or anything right? this is a community <laughs> thing man. no man. it's a community and, thing like, you know and uh, you remember those days what's the gentleman's name from italy oh nazim 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 I reached out to him recently, and him and I have a conversation coming up. We were doing some great conversations online, but being mm -hmm. able to, there's no easier and better way to have a positive impact these days than what we're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. No better, better way to do it. The only thing that's better than this, if, if I was standing right beside each one of the people that are on here, there's no better way. And I'm really. I've really got even more passion about this stuff in regards to yes. the positive effect that it can have. And I'm in a, I'm in a potential collaboration with a major men's health brand. You. And they, cool. they said, they said like, they said, oh, well, how can we do anything during the pandemic? I say live stream, come on. Right. <laughs> all, all the, all, no one, no one, most people are at home. You've got them. Like I say, you as a big company, would, don't you want to take advantage where everyone is basically at home? Because once this is over, it's it's back to the back to trying to reach them the hard way again. I don't know. I think you're going to see a big shift over this, dude. I think what you're experiencing right now is we're experiencing a global upheaval, and this is going to change the attitude of a lot of people. This is not just going to go away. It's not something that's going to just blow over. It's what has been exposed and what's been happening over the last several months is too much to ignore. And I think the, not only the American people, but as a worldwide collective, we as people in general are kind of fed up with the way government's running things right now. And it's not to say this is a tyrannic explosion of, you know, some kind of um, resistance or anything like that. It's not like that, but you're going to find that the, the good people are going to stand up in this world right now. They're going to say, they're going to give their voice. They're going to say, we've had enough of this bullshit and we're going to start treating people like people and get on with a, a love oriented type of atmosphere in the world. I think that needs to be the key focus. here. I hear you. And Carlos Gina is saying, I've been doing a, let's get to know you each other show. Carlos, where is it available? We'd I'd like to know. Um, I could the mm -hmm. best home I've had over the last few days, like everyone else, I was in a, you know, a grocery line the other day <laughs> and I'm just looking around and there's a lady behind me with stuff. And I said, Oh, I guess you're stocking up. She said, no, what I'm doing is buying some groceries for my next door neighbor. She's 87 years old and she can't get out of the house. And I said, you made my day. Right. Right. Yeah. You made my day. And yeah. I said, that's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I I'm see too much about. selfishness. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot yeah. of selfishness going on. Right that, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like when I when I get those moments like that, whether it's on a platform like this or face mm -hmm. to face, that's that keeps that keeps the fire burning, as Kenny Loggins would say many years ago. <laughs> And we got what Angela Marie mentioned, too. You know, I love what she said. When we can't have physical face-to-face -face connection, we need the energetic and emotional ones all the more. And that means to get people who can motivate others to be on camera. Because it's not easy, man. This Getting in front of a camera and looking rather than somebody's eyeballs, but looking at this little single-eyed cyclops with a red light on top of it that's saying, <laughs> I'm looking at you, kind of feels like Big Brother-ish, you know. And you're, yeah. people get nervous, and they don't 
feel comfortable. So the big thing we need to focus on right now is just letting people know, hey, we're just like you. <laughs> we started doing this 10 or 15, 20 years ago, whoever you are in this industry, and said, you know, we just tried and tried and tried and kept trying. So all you got to do is keep trying. Man. Just practice. You know what? We fail, we fail fast, <laughs> right? We, yeah, we, we fail fast. Like, I... <laughs> Like I, I still do screw ups every once in a while myself. Oh, like, who does days, I remember the days that I would do a. I I did a podcast many years ago. We were talking about the church, and there were some people who had some not so positive opinions. And when you believe it was during the middle of a lightning storm, and the power went off on a lightning strike. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Okay, it's not. It's it's not in my not head. the end of the world." No, it's not the end of the world, and 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 I think you know we we're most of us on here right now. We've been doing it for a while, and when people say, like, right. "How did you get to where you do?" and I said, "I just started." <laughs> yeah, you just got to start. Just get out there. Start. You know, right. I've also, been doing. Got it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. No, no. Well, no. I was just saying. I've been doing this for eight years, and I did a broadcast with Africa just last Friday that went down the tubes in the first 15 minutes because we were dealing not only with the connection from halfway around the world, but we were also dealing with the Facebook issues that are still present in the switchovers that they're doing with their video systems over there. Um, and now we've got places like this where we can hang out privately. And I think that's a key for a lot of people. They don't want to be live on Facebook with everybody, to, right. all their friends and family to see them freaking out on a microphone and a camera. They want to go somewhere a little private, somewhere where it's not so, you know, out in the open or live broadcast. I don't know if we're recording and stuff here, but same thing. Yeah, no, it's, it's the, the, and I know, friendships over but some of the relationships that have developed over the years that have just been really meaningful that i can reach out to people and just say hey how you doing you know and like a few weeks ago there was a gentleman from the blab days who used to come on a lot of my conversations he's a pastor and i gave him a call because his wife had died oh. recently mm. and we had such an amazing one-hour conversation he said, you know, I, you know, you mean the world to me and you always just reach out to me at the right time. And I said, you know, I just do, you know, that's, cool. that's, that's what it's about. And you learn so much about yourself and you and you learn so much about others and, you know, investing in people's lives and you can't do it for everybody, but there is certain groups of people that, you know, you spend time, you just say, Hey, what, how's it going? What you doing? And, uh, you know, they're willing to help and you're reciprocal, whatever you can do for them is the same thing. And, we just we just try our best and we develop those relationships like you know that's it's all good like i said i'm so happy to see leon it's been it has been so long it's been a while it's been a while <laughs> about man. six months i think yeah you know, it is i've been out got, he's got a lot going on but you know what uh, anytime i hear or see him, hey what's going on is everything good is there anything you need help with and i just i just reach out and just do those things yeah. so you have to and that's like my buddy Nazim in Italy. He's always touching base. I've got the people around the world that, that let us know we're thought of. And that's the thing I think that makes it so cool. Like you and I, we met years ago along with Kinte over on Blab. You know, we were doing a daily show over there and it got crazy. I may actually see, we may see Jonathan Tripp and I in the same similar broadcast here Friday with Zef Zan because she's getting together with people starting tomorrow 
who she's known in live streaming for the last 10 years. And she's putting people on camera all the rest of the week. So if you want to wow. see what she's doing, you'll see some of the old faces for sure. Oh. Um, go see what she's up to. It'll be fun. Yeah. yeah, it's it's amazing. Some people say it's crazy. Some of us who've been around for a while, we're still at it. But for me, I still, I'm having as much fun now as I did when I first started, to be 100% honest. A hundred. Oh yeah. If it was if it if I didn't enjoy it, Lord, I wouldn't do it. Oh yeah, there's no reason to if you. Yeah. No, there's no, no, no. You, you you gotta enjoy it. Oh, oh, what? oh, oh Carlos is. is in the house. Oh, now we're talking. Hey, what's up, Carlos? Right, we need, we, we need an OG snap right about here, don't we? Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. It's so good to see some old faces. Oh, yes. well, yeah, for sure, man. How are you doing, my brother? How have you been? Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm I'm live often enough that everybody knows, but I'm okay. <laughs> I just, like me. I just did a live in a supermarket. Well, uh, no, like a Costco, like a BJ's, you know, one of those type of stores. Yeah. And it was just empty shelves everywhere. Yeah. That's I, what I, it is, man. I was saying uh, hysteria. <laughs> I was saying earlier that um, I went to the grocery store for something. And when I got there, they had just put out Lysol and it was like a bunch of them and nobody realized it was there. And you, they had a five limit. So I went and got five and I was just sitting there like, wow. Like I felt like I had hit the lottery. Like nobody. <laughs> <laughs> like I got some eggs the other day. We didn't see eggs anywhere. Until yeah. the well, there was a guy, like, uh, whoa, 18 packs. <laughs> Those guys walking in toilet paper. Like, hey, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's crazy. For sheets. That's sort of for yeah. sheets. Oh wow! Uh, you, people are gonna have to start using their index finger when they run out. So. Oh, oh, <laughs> Way hey, there, there was a time yeah. before toilet paper, you guys. <laughs> oh, we had trees and leaves. Right, right. Or or you'd see you'd find a squirrel and just <laughs> Oh <laughs> man. Very adept in the live streaming world. Are you noticing any potential new clients coming to you because of the current situation? Yes, yeah, so a lot of what's been spiking for me because I sell all the equipment. I'm even bringing uh, equipment that's unique to Asia to the to the Americas, um, and uh, and so I'm negotiating distribution here in the U.S. for some of the products. And uh, yeah, it, there's a certain price bracket that is doing very well, and that that's the key uh, thing is the price bracket. Um, not everybody wants to spend, you know thousands and thousands of dollars but they want to be able to do let's say multi-camera and portability and, and all that type of stuff so the, a lot of them are trying to think outside the box and i like that i am able to bring some of that kind of product to the to the floor i'm well cool. i'm very happy to do because you just like leland work very hard you're very professional and you're very passionate and i know that you want the best for the end client so oh yeah absolutely and I tip, I tip my hat off to both of you because you're really good at what you do. But more importantly, you're good people. At the end of the day, you're good people. That is so. Thanks cool. for and that. Respect both you in that regard. Both you're really good people. So that that's. And so we, 
And and I want to say that Carlos is another one that back in the lab days, man, uh, helped me out tremendously when uh, I didn't know, quite know what I was doing because video was new for me. Like, I, Blab actually put me on video. Like, before that, right. I was all yeah. 100% oh, audio. So, yep. so yeah. And, I mean, Leland, Carlos, Dr. Vibe, uh, some other folk uh, were huge in helping me develop that aspect. I didn't want to be on video. <laughs> I, I didn't want. But you were made for it, man. You were made for it. And we knew that. We could see talent when we were there. I mean, I've been doing video and audio since the 80s. This isn't new for me. That's my producer's license over my shoulder from United Cable Vision back in 1987. So I was doing VHS and beta tape and studio production of vans with cameras over my shoulder that were like this big. You know, I, we weren't messing around with this little you know, solid state equipment that we have now, it was all mechanical. It was a pain in the ass. And I went into engineering for 25 years. I didn't give a crap about video for a long time until Google Hangouts came out. And it was like, yes, this is, it's finally something we can play with. So you guys were there. You saw it. You've progressed and evolved just as much as we have. And we see the consistency that you boys have. And you run a, you run circles around us guys who are in production, who are normally behind the scenes that you guys don't normally see all the time anymore because we've hosted our share of shows in the past. Yeah. It's like there's other things we want to do to help people host their own shows and bring their voice to the table. So that's really what we're trying to do here. That's we love seeing you guys taking the next charge and letting people know that you know we learned from you guys. Now you're going to do the same for the people below you. You're going to teach them how to do what you learned, and it's just going to keep going. So it's you, you know, my initial thing when I got into all of this was to purely be behind the scenes. I'm not even talking about even on the mic. I was just going to be a producer, help people get their shows together, and then every chance people kept pulling me in, you know, or trying to, and I kept resisting it. And then finally, you know, I started doing it. And then next thing you know, uh, I'm audio. And then it's like on video and I didn't want to do it. And uh, I ended up doing it and I'm like, wow, man, you know, it's crazy. So, um, you know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a behind the scenes guy. I worked in yes. film and television for uh, over 20 years, starting in 1989. And then um, working with FUBU on their live streaming production where they were inter interviewing uh, rappers and other artists, but they weren't reaching the masses. And this is in the day of 56K modems. Uh, and this is back in 1997, 98, maybe. Doubling them up. <laughs> and and <laughs> they, were, uh, they were using like real player back in the day uh, to, oh or, or Windows Media. Oh. Right. So, so those were the days, and and that kind of inspired me to kind of build my first, let's say, studio, which was back I think in two thousand. It was right after September eleventh, so two thousand one or so, and and then uh, I started using an app called it's it's called Mimo Live now, but it was Boinks TV at the time, and that was like on a Mac. So that allowed me to do multi camera and also interview people from all over the world. So I started doing those videos on YouTube. And then live started happening, so they upgraded the software to become Nemo Live, and I've been using that ever since. Then I started doing the celebrity that's interviews, awesome. and that's what allowed all the manufacturers to say, hey, we would like to talk to you about maybe offering our stuff, and that became a business on its own. Wow. So, wow. so it's interesting how, because I work for Good Morning America, and there, you know, it's a multi-million dollar studio. Yeah. 
and I just used whatever I knew from there in terms of growing into my own little thing. And, and I'm basically from that multi-million dollar studio. I mean, a camera costs over a million dollars over there. Yeah. And, and then, so, so what I'm going to do is to show you this, this is a, a television studio. Yep. Right. So this is a multi-camera device that you can hook up all the cameras to here, do all the switching, all the transmitting, everything in this one box. So going from a multi-million dollar studio to a, something I can hold my hand and broadcast with graphics and video playback and multi-cameras, that's in the 20 years or whatever it's that, that all this is going on, this is how advance has gotten. Wow. That's right. And what is that device what that you have? Here. What's that device that you have? So this device I'm bringing in uh, from Asia to the U.S., and it's a you know it holds up to three uh, cameras. It's got Ethernet, it's got Wi-Fi, it's got uh, SIM card. It can record, it can stream, multi-stream, YouTube, Facebook, the whole nine yards. I can't buy yeah. now. <laughs> How much is that? How much did that go for? And uh, and it's battery, so it's got a battery for like up to three hours. You can stream for three hours wirelessly completely. And then, of course, uh, I even have here. I'll show you really quick. Not, I didn't mean to turn this into a sales thing because I'm not selling anything right now. <laughs> but uh, you know, we got he's lying. He's lying. So, <laughs> wait, how much is it? Wait, how much is that? And though? You too can get it for shipping and handling. Anyway, um, that's right. And, and so, so that will turn any of your cameras wireless. And so now you can have wireless multi-camera yeah. production yeah. in your lap. And anywhere, transmit in the middle of Times Square if you want to, especially now because the streets are empty. Yeah, and, and so, right. and so, uh, so that's what you want right now. The modern that you know, in your backpack, you can basically have a modern television studio, multi-camera, oh, yeah. and no production truck or anything. Well, how much uh, does it go for? Uh, the device itself is a thousand ninety-nine. Oh, okay, they're not cheap. And, and I'm trying to parts bring it to the market. The largest distributors in the United States. Oh, okay. wow. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I've seen a lot of miniaturization going on, a lot of other products that are not only, I mean, we've seen the backpacks, okay, that you can do, mm. but they're even getting smaller than that. And you can turn a laptop into an entire production studio at any given moment right. if you order the right ones. It's insane. We couldn't do that. I mean, what was it? Five years ago, we were still waiting a minute for the broadcast to come back to us so we would know whether or not anyone was watching. Now we have real time instant YOLO gratification live. while we're out here there you go yolo live sure. and so yeah I mean, we'll have to go uh, see something that can pretty much fit in your pocket can do a multi-camera broadcast it's uh that's where we're headed and you can be as professional or as amateur as you want i mean that's great for a radio station that's great for a podcaster that's great for you know a ton of other um you know um you know people who markets that you can go after and um, and it makes it affordable. That makes it very affordable. Carlos, let me just say, Tachi has, yeah, Tachi has a question saying, does the processing oh, happen in the device or in your computer? No computer at all. This is the entire everything. You need oh, nothing else. This is everything. So wow. all the encoding, everything is built in. It does not heat up. Um, you can have video playback. You can bring in all your files through the memory card here. And you can record probably up to 50 hours on this chip alone in yeah, full high def. Yeah. So it's basically going to enhance 
notepad, basically, some type of notepad. So, so picture what you can do with your computer. Picture. Except with your computer, yeah. you need to buy the computer, uh, capture cards, capture devices, yeah. you know, and all that type of stuff. Here, it's all built in. Wow. It's all on a screen. You just touch the screen. Wow. And it's all touchscreen. That's right. Leland, let me ask you something. When did you realize that this was going to be your passion? Well, I said when I was in high school, I spent two years in radio and television broadcasting to the alumni in our school using like ancient 60s and 70s camera equipment with boxes for studio pieces and big old three-way speakers and stuff like that. But it was when my my teacher in radio and television said, you really need to go and continue with this when you leave high school. And when I got into the cable network, I think that's when I really realized that even when I was solo, it was cool to just capture what was going on around me in video. And now, and even my life, I didn't broadcast, I didn't like capture my entire family's life on video. Like a lot of people do. I think those memories are, are more meant to be personal. So I don't spend a lot of time putting them on camera. But it's the connections that we worked with then that we still see now that are the most important. And that's still, like I said, it's all it's I don't like fake television. I don't script anything I do. Never have. Everything I do is impromptu. So I'm not like a lot of broadcasters, but it, when I get out there, I try to just be myself. I don't try to sell stuff unless I'm helping to provide a service or a product that somebody needs and that'll sell itself. I don't you know, try. And that's what he's got over there. That's a product that people want and need right now that's available. So I would promote something like that all day long. But we're just really passionate about what we do because of these kind of connections. Carlos and I have known each other for probably going on six years, five years, six years now. Didn't know each other from squat before a face-to-face -face video broadcast. And now mm -hmm. we would probably, you know, know each other on the street, shake hands, sit down for coffee and think, you know, it's been 20 years since we've talked. Well, That's what it would be like. Maybe not shake hands right now. <laughs> well, what's, what's funny is um, part of the reason I'm doing this show uh, that I started only a few days ago uh, was uh, let's get to know each other live. Um, is the, the idea is not to go over all how you're going through the coronavirus stuff. Uh, it's really of like, hey, look, we're all going to be home now, right? It's the first time in, in the world ever that we're all pretty much the whole world be home. sitting down, <laughs> right? And so, and, and so we have, you know, this discussion, right? where we are talking about here there's four of us here that we've kind of known each other for years we have never met in person and in fact for uh, a majority of us have maybe not actually sat down and have a one-on-one -on -one conversation where we just get to know each other as you would in a bar cafe that type of scenario so the the intent of the show or the intent of the the, the broadcast because I, I don't want to call it a show it's not really a show is because you know we're not there's nothing set up it's no you know but the idea is, let's get to know each other. We have the time now. We literally, for the first time, can say, hey, look, you're home, I'm home. All right, so let's make believe this is a bar. Let's, let's make believe it's a cafe. Let's chill. Let's sit down. Let's do what we're doing right here. Except here we're talking about a specific topic. But in, this, in, the, in the concept of what I'm trying to do is say, tell me about you. You know, so, so, you know and some people might have been abused when they were young or, or they had an adventurous life or maybe they were just really smart and made up something or invented something. And I never knew, you know, yeah. some people didn't know I was an artist. Some people didn't know I worked in television. Some people didn't know I did whatever I did when I was young, but I really want to get to know the people that's been in the community for years that, that we've built up all these followers or whatever in social media 
but we never sat down and just said, hey, I know you're kind of following me, but tell me about yourself. Yeah. And and that's kind of what I would like to do and just get them on camera if they're willing to. Some of them have come on live, but turned off their camera. You know what? Yep. Who cares? And then yep. that's fine. Right. Because yeah. if, if they're all about like, oh, I don't have my makeup on or I didn't brush my hair. I don't, you know, it's not about that. It's, yeah, it's about, well, tell us yeah. about you. Car- Carlos, you so, know, what's, you, you know, what's interesting is uh, the name of this show is called What's Good. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole purpose of the show. We we had Ryan first. Now we have Dr. Vibe. And the point of it is to. Not, not much me and I don't mind tonight. We can do another one, but. Do we tell? Like I said, do we vocal jack this thing? No, no, it's yeah, all good, yeah. though. But, we'll no, 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 but it's all good, though. Um, uh, because we were. happen all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is good information. And this goes along with the idea of community. And Dr. Vibe mm-hmm. is a community person, as as am I, and you guys, uh, uh, for sure. So this is, uh, people are getting to see the community in a way that, you know, there, there'll be people who don't know about our community who will get this chance to see it, right, and get an idea. Uh, on Vocal, we often talk a lot about Blab. And people who came to Vocal but wasn't on Blab... They're there. They at at a certain point they'd be like, "What's this blab? Y'all keep talking about this blab thing. What is this blab? I'm so tired of hearing about blab and what happened on blab, you know, uh, which is uh, hilarious." But, to me. but blab blab was this uni- this incredible, unique time in history, particularly yeah. for the people within the community. Very much like the only thing I can compare it to is a college and b when we used to have chat rooms on Yahoo or in AOL Instant Messenger, where for the first time ever, without paying long-distance phone calls, you were able to communicate with somebody on the other side of the world. And that was fascinating. And people were able to share thoughts and opinions, kind of like what we're doing right now. And and, and the way I describe it is when you're walking down the hall in a dorm room and people left the doors open and they're all having their deep conversations about, you know, whether it's religion or politics or sports or whatever, and and that's what Blab was like. Each room, or like like here, get vocal. I'd call this a room, and and you just kind of sneak in and say, "Hey, what's this topic about?" And you're like, "Wow!" And then you get to see these faces, and you're like, "Oh, these people really know what they're talking about," or maybe not. And and you just kind of start to recognize them because you keep keep visiting those rooms, and you start becoming more, just like you watch television. You're like, "Oh, I recognize that face. I kind of know what he's about," and and you feel kind of connected to them. Like, just like when a celebrity passes away, you're like, oh, my God, I never met that person. But right. he touched my heart somehow. And and, and, and well, there were times when even people in the black community passed away and we were all, like, yes. hurt. Yeah. You know what? It, Absolutely. It's, it's actually a very interesting story you mentioned about. There was a lady. Was it mm-hmm. DJ Sherry? Yep. She, and she used to have the guy with the tr- I, from the trumpet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And... And Nikki too. Yeah, and D, yes. I remember one. I one one I. Go ahead, go ahead. Ema. I was just saying there were there were so many. I'm just dropping a couple of links real quick. There's a highlight reel from Get Vocal when I did the Blab reunion back in October of 2018, and the full okay. one hour video that followed. That was the whole broadcast for that day when Get Vocal asked me to come over and host. Um, it was a great reunion. And there was another one that just took place recently with Joel Kahn over it. here on Get Vocal. I did well. Was, was invited. Nobody said anything to any of us. So it was like, 
which is right, well we found out late so we didn't go but it's just yeah. that type of thing there were so many different cliques at, on blab there were so exactly. many different communities that. that were different it, it, it was all a different experience for everybody so mm-hmm. we don't want to take that away from any one group or community that was out there um we did our shows we did 100 blab nation broadcasts every morning at 10 a.m and had a great time with all the hundreds of people that stopped by and, and supported jonathan Tripp and i over there so we just enjoyed ourselves it wasn't about product sell it was about getting on camera and meeting people yeah, well, one of the things i think that blab did and has probably still done better than probably most platforms that are out today the the sense of community they they mm-hmm. timed it right there were yeah. other things that they didn't do right but what whoever came with the idea of really nurturing and doing that community thing they they did it right and it would be interesting if they would have launched it at this time, what it'd be like. Hmm. That could have been fun, for sure. I mean, it would have been it would have been fun. It would have been interesting because uh, you still got to make that money. Yes. So, so I'm, I'm part of another platform. I'm not going to mention it, but you know, we you know, there's money involved, and it costs let's say uh, about two to four million dollars a year to run. Oh yeah, it's not cheap. And so, so it's not, it isn't cheap. And I can see how Blab got stressed out. Is it Tinder? (laughs) No. (laughs) I heard you talking about Tinder in your video earlier. What's happening to all the single people? Well, he was asking about how the single life might be kiboshed right now with everything going on. It's tough for singles. Well, well, I mean, I'm a newly, fairly newly single guy. And I am afraid to date because of how crazy the world is now i mean it's crazy it's i've never mean i've never met so many naked bodies that i've never met (laughs) (laughs) and i'll leave it at that i think anyone who watches live on the replay are gonna say we didn't expect this conversation tonight (laughs) sorry oh my god no 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 Yeah. Guys, right. I got a split. I, I hate to back out like I do, but we've got to get prepped for tomorrow and a lot of other things going on. And we got babies, like I said, popping out everywhere. So I got to make sure I get back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, look for me, though. I might be writing very soon for decast.com, one of the big broadcast solutions oh, out there. Cool. And yeah. you can always find my stuff. So hook up. We'll be live a lot this next couple of weeks. So keep an eye All out right. for us. Oh, All right. Always All right, Leland. Always. Um, and, and starting uh, next week, I was going to announce this later. Um, starting next week, uh, Monday, I'm going to be doing um, shows uh, Monday through Friday, cool. every day. Oh, so okay. uh, um, oh, and, it's tough, Mary. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. no, 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 no. Just next week, <laughs> not forever. Just next week, and we'll see how okay. that goes. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. So, well, good luck, man. We'll yeah. So anybody, time. anybody can hop people in from that bug. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll have a revolving door of of people. No, that's that's good. But yeah, Carlos really, and we're we're still. I still need to get you on the Doctor Vibe Show because you are like, as they would say, the deep throat of live live streaming and what you've done with it. And even, and it's interesting. One of the things I actually like is storytelling. And if you didn't come on today, I had no idea you did Fubu stuff. Like the, just the. I won't say you need to write a book or something because all your experiences. No, I'm being and I'm being complimentary here. Oh, thank you. All, I appreciate the, it. All the stuff you've done. Can, can is, I? It fascinates me. 
Doctor, I know you didn't mean this, but when you say deep throat, it has a dual connotation. <laughs> so you want to? Yeah, well, I'm talking, I'm talking political stuff. Right, talking okay, stuff. there you go. Much better. I was rolling with that one. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. I didn't want Carlos to be like, wait, wait, how does he mean? Wait, how does he mean well, deep throat? You got to drop in words once or that gets people's uh, attention because they get bored. You know, so I was gonna start know, playing some special music. Right. <laughs> Are we talking about all the president's men or deep throat? <laughs> well, it was funny because and I'm going to drop another bomb. Uh, when I was 19, I used to be a stripper. Get out of here. So, so, when you, so when you say that, I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> Go ahead, Carlos. Go ahead, Carlos. Uh, I mean, uh, granted, that was a long time ago. Things were still in black and white back then. <laughs> right. Right. I wonder if you ever do you ever run into people that are like I remember you. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> there was a time in my neighborhood, yes, um, yes, because I have a story that I keep. I'll keep a story uh, for another interview or whatever. That yes, that is yes, yes, kind of shocking. Yes. <laughs> that's that's well. So, and I we all host conversations here. Give mm-hmm. me a converse a recent conversation you had that you just went. Wow, <laughs> like something during the conversation just went wow. And, and during during a live or, yes. or just ever? No, during during like maybe something in the last six months. Did you have someone on that just was really interesting? Really, well, really I mean, just just uh, I think it was last night because I was trying to do this, what you're talking about, Kimbit, which is uh, uh, do a show uh, every day. But today, I just got home like maybe half an hour ago, and I'm like, I, I can't do one tonight. Um, so. So I saw you guys were live. I'm like, cool. So, but uh, last night, you know, I, I just go live and then I'm like, hey guys, I'm here. The doors are wide open. Do you want to come on camera? And and then I'll just come up with questions, right? So one guy was a filmmaker and he wanted, he's going to release a movie soon. Um, and I didn't know, you know, he's been following me forever and he's a director. And I had like, oh my God, you know, so we showed the trailer, we showed everything and it was wow. cool. But I, But as far as a specific thing, I mean, not not really, nothing out of the ordinary that I can say. Uh, just, you know, I mean, there's so many things that have been going on with the world yeah. and politically and all this stuff. So there's a lot of. I, I've never I've never been political, but this this kind of time has riled me up a little bit, and so I, I've been posting a lot of stuff politically, and then I feel bad about it, and I start erasing it, and then, you know things happen that just round me up again. I'm like, oh my goodness, really? No, come on. <laughs> and I realized that it's all a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. You know, I post, but I think I post just to kind of like when you have to run to the bathroom and you just let it go. Yeah. You know, you, you just kind of have to do it. Um, but I know it's not going to change anything. Right. So, you know, it, that is, and that's an interesting dynamic of the world is a lot of people just set in their ways. And, uh, and and that's part of, you know, the world that we live in. Kinte, yeah. anyone that you've had on lately, you just went, wow, that was really interesting. Um, I'll, I'll give you one of mine. I had a lady on recently who holistically heals men that have erectile dysfunction. Really interesting. Holistically. And and when and the reason that converse that this question came up in my mind is that she was a stripper for ten years, 
And she's. I and understand plus, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There she go. And plus, she's an RN. She's a registered nurse. Wow. But just it was very fascinating that she she had a great year last year business wise. I and did. She was talking about how she was successful, and she's. It's hard for her to advertise on platforms like Facebook because her stuff gets blocked, banned because of the content. It was just very interesting to see how she was able to, you know. So does she dress as a nurse in the process of all this? Stay tuned. I'm I'm going to have her back on on soon. But the funny enough, her episode has been the most viewed. I bet. (laughs) I bet. By by miles, the most downloaded and most listened to, like most viewed webcast, most downloaded podcast I've had in a long time. So I'm going to be making sure I have her back on because obviously she's got audience. Yes. And so, so, Doctor Vibe, since since yes. it seems like this is a conversation about you, what, at what point in time in your life did you say, you know what, I want to do this? I want to start talking to people, and and put put in broadcasting that. And if you answered this question already, I apologize. No, no, no. There've been, I say, there's a lot of moments in the journey. Uh, one that I'll I'll say, <clears throat> actually, one just happened recently. I had the opportunity on another platform to host a conversation with a gentleman in the in our national government that's in charge of procurement. So he like and just finding out and I had I was hosting a conversation with 150 people on at the same time. Oh wow. And I said and and after it and he came back and said, "You know, you were fabulous at what you did." And that's things like that. Um, but earlier on in the journey, I had someone come on. Um, there was a lady who was on a few years ago. It was early on my journey. And after the conversation, I reached out to her PR agent saying, you know, thanks very much for having come on, etc." We started having a conversation. I said, hey, why don't you come on the show? And she says, well, I don't know what I'd talk about. I said, well, everyone has something interesting to talk about. And then I asked and she said, you know what? I want to come on and talk about how I was molested between the ages of 10 and 15 years old by mm-hmm. family members. Wow. And that, that took what I was doing to another level that someone who I had like a 15 minute conversation with was comfortable enough, brave enough. And I created a safe space enough for them to share that part of their life and realizing that it was, that was, that really resonated in me saying like, wow, wow. Like that, that really stuck to me. And, 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 and a lot of times when people come, come on and say, you know what, I've never had a chance to talk about this, or that was a really good question. I said that earlier, just every moment I get those things, it just makes me more passionate. But that conversation earlier on about that lady talking about her being molested. And that's the first time I had anyone on the platform talk about that then i realized that this i didn't take it as a joke anymore i didn't really but that really said i really got so, a lot so was it originally just kind of like a joy thing or yeah it or was, or was, it got, was our mission from the beginning well there it was a fun thing but the thing is i wanted um going back to ray ortega who runs a show called the podcaster studio Part of the mindset that he gave me very early on, he said that 
Dr. Vibe, your goal is when people think about black men that do interviews online, they think about you first. And he put that in my mindset and said, okay, I, I heard that. So that's my goal, that people think about me when they come on the platform, they're getting good conversation that's meaningful, etc. And that's where it became started to become more serious and more focused in regards to really getting it out there and just having people share their stories. Like I know very early in my journey, I remember on a Google Hangout, I interviewed, actually I interviewed a, a black man in Australia. <laughs> I remember in my early podcast days, I interviewed a black Jamaican living in Japan. And I can never forget him telling me saying that at that time in Japan, they had something that if you were not born in Japan, you have to carry an immigration card mm. and the police have at any time. And this is back then. I don't know if it is still exists now that they can stop anyone at any time. And if you don't have your immigration card, they can throw you into jail. Apartheid. Mm. Right. Yeah. So those sort of things, Carlos, they just began to say, you know what? The more I know, the more I need to know. The more I know I need to, everybody has a story. There's something, but, uh, uh, with that person either on the phone or in that camera that they have not had the opportunity to share before that they've wanted to share so one of my roles is to create a safe and brave space a lot of times we hear about safe space we always hear about safe space but i was at a conference a few months about a month ago in yellowknife the northwest territories way up there and it was a workshop and the gentleman who was facilitating the three-day event said we want to create a safe and brave space. And that's stuck in my head that when everyone, anyone comes on my, my, one of my goals is to make sure that they're safe and that they're brave enough in that safe space to say whatever that's in their heart. Now, what I, what I want to do, this has been a great conversation. I want to uh, stop the conversation uh, for the podcast and we can continue on the after chat. Um, uh, you know, we'll start off with you, Carlos. How can we get you social media and all that? Uh, everything's pretty much Carlos Phoenix, except for my businesses, but that's, that's a whole other thing. Um, and yeah, right. I'm on just about every platform. Yep. And, uh, what about you, uh, Dr. Vibe? How can we get you social media and when, in our next show? When, and when is it? Your... <laughs> yeah. Um, I, the easiest thing with me is the drvibeshow.com that's the easy all everything is there i used to give all a list of all the different platforms and things that on but people don't got all that time make it simple make your website your home and 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 that's the way we roll and again i'd like to say thanks to kinte thanks to carlos carlos thank you so much that's to leland too thanks everyone who's jumped in the room this evening live and if you stick around for the after chat that's when the real fun's going to begin but uh, but yeah, and and yeah, and just a real big thanks to the Carlos and the Lelands and the Dr. Tachis of the world, the Ryans of the world that make make it easier for us to do what we do, but also make it enjoyable for what we do. All right, and you can go to our website indyradio.org, indyradio.org. Check it out, tell me what you think. Uh, we will be back with more content. <laughs>